0: Infinity.
1: Infinity. 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 Infinity COVID-19, we've heard some big numbers come out of Spring Street today looks like the Delta virus is a little bit tough. To tell us more our COVID-19 reporter Piers Cunningham online. Good morning Piers
0: Morning Brendan.
1: So the numbers once again out of Spring Street, certainly not uh, well, I mean they're easing restrictions but these numbers are beginning to climb again.
0: Yeah, it's 120 new locally acquired COVID-19 cases, 64 of which have been linked to existing outbreaks. So there's a fair amount of people who've been out in the community while infectious in that number. And it is the first time since September the 2nd last year that uh, the triple digits have been reported for COVID in a day. So it's not good news. um, And it is seeming to point to what you just said that the delta variant really despite lockdown measures and we got in early we got in earlier than new south wales with this latest outbreak this latest incursion of delta into our state and despite that after a month where the numbers are going up so it doesn't look like lockdowns working with this variant and I just wonder what more what there really is in the, in the government's toolbox as far as lockdowns are concerned. In fact, they're talking about the opposite. They're talking about opening up kids' playgrounds and getting rid of the 9pm curfew. Uh, and I suspect that's more to do with trying to give people something, you know, an olive branch of sorts, where at least you can say, well, you know, we've given you something in the way of relaxing this um, very arduous lockdown Victorians, Melburnians have been enduring over seven months since the start of the pandemic early last year in 2020. And, um, you know, there's lots of issues with mental health, suicides and business failures.
1: Absolutely. But it looked like there was a sort of concession from Spring Street. Dan Andrews himself uh, sort of intimating that maybe they've got to take uh, Delta uh, slightly differently and maybe they are going to have to start thinking about some sort of strategy whereby we all live with it in some form or other.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's what they're saying is that they're going to uh, at least advise people of what the targets are, and then so people are able to say, okay, well we can watch the numbers and and we can sort of have an idea based on those numbers when we're likely to come out of lockdown. So it's it's trying to have some kind of light at the end of the tunnel, uh, but at the same time the numbers are going up despite pretty st- uh, stringent lockdown measures. There may be I think I think a lot of people would would notice would have noticed that. There's quite a lot of lockdown fatigue now amongst Melbournians, as I'm sure there is in Sydney as well. But Melbournians have had a lot. We had 111 days uh, in one stretch about this time last year. It ended in October. And so there's kind of more fatigue. I think it's it's, it's been more prolonged. It's been going for longer. We've had over seven months of of lockdown. So I think that people, you know, are are possibly ignoring or... uh, uh, not taking their health advice as as as, um, as perhaps the government would like, and then I get the feeling from watching Dan Andrews presses that he is getting a bit more shrill, a bit more exasperated about uh, you know how what do I have to do? What do we the government have to do to get people to toe the line as far as these restrictions are concerned, with a view to limiting the spread of of, of
1: Delta? Yeah, well, personally, I just think he can you know you can kill the shrill and basically get on with the science of the facts. I think they've got to reset the whole message because obviously it's not working. Obviously a number of people are still very, very upset but the good news though, um, Piers, that I've been able to uncover is that down here on the Mornington Peninsula, we're really rolling up our shirt sleeves. 54% of us down here on the Peninsula now are fully vaccinated and that number is climbing as opposed to what that would be about 16% better than uh, the state of Victoria at the moment. So down here, we're definitely getting the message and I think that's basically underwriting what we all want to do is basically aspire to get out of this and the only way we can see our way forward is probably get the big jab.
0: That's right and you know I guess the longer this goes on and you've got a government that's pretty intransigent in terms of uh, really relying heavily on lockdown measures which as we just said don't seem to be working. The Delta variant seems it's, it's, it's just not something that you can effectively control with these kind of lockdown measures, and I don't know what more you can do uh, to to uh, restrict people's lives. Well, thinking and about
1: and thinking about that today, Piers, I'd love to see what the New Zealand numbers are because you remember Jacinda Ardern went into a. Extensive lockdown across there about a week before we did in Victoria. They seem to be getting on top of those numbers. I think yesterday. It'd be interesting to see what is happening over there in Auckland today, because they're about a week into this. And she, of course, is well. She's really been locking up New Zealand over the last year or so, hasn't she?
0: Well, she's been locking it to the outside world, and uh, certainly that's been effective. Uh, you've got two islands there. I believe that it's, it's uh, mainly in, in the Auckland area where they've got new cases, in particular among uh, among the Pacific Islander communities uh, who perhaps, for cultural reasons, haven't got the message as clearly as other communities have. And the same sort of thing can be seen in Sydney. Uh, the, the eastern suburbs where the initial outbreak was, the numbers would change fairly quickly, whereas in other parts of Sydney, the, uh, the western suburbs and, and the south parts of Sydney... Uh, where you've got more mixed ethnic groups they've, they've found it harder to get that message across and get compliance so that's yeah. where you've seen the, uh, the, the bigger numbers and the same thing seems to be happening in New Zealand well, I think
1: and, and it does as well, Piers, because I'm just I'm just double-checking the numbers as we, as you're speaking there and it mm-hmm. looks like their numbers now have jumped to 75 in the last 24 hours so obviously the lockdown in Auckland and New Zealand not working either Delta is really causing some problems, I think, for health authorities
0: Absolutely. And I think if, if people see New Zealand, which has done so well and, and clearly have got a, a, a very um, focused response to this and, and uh, quite a compliant population, I think, then if they can't do it, then what are we, are we wasting our time trying to do it here? Um, you know, I've noticed recently in the international press, the Americans, American travellers, uh, are looking at being banned To have the vax, or in some cases a lot less likely to have the vax and, and more prone to believing conspiracy theories, that kind of stuff, uh, then uh, they've got very high numbers, and it's and it's it's um, exploding again to the point where it's starting to impinge on the, the vaccinated areas of America. And it's too hard if you're trying to, you know, man a border in Europe, to uh, to determine you know whether you're from a, a hot spot or not in America. So it's having a having a, an impact on um, you know the, the sort of newfound freedoms that Americans have been enjoying travelling in Europe.
1: Indeed. Well, you know, at the moment, uh, the latest figures that I have here, 52% in the USA now fully vaccinated. And Europe, as you were saying, Piers, has got a lot to defend because they're up to 70% now. You remember how sluggish they were? And remember also how Greg Hunt went out and got himself some Pfizer, thought it was coming to Australia, but the Europeans said, "Uh uh-uh, we're going to keep that. Well, they're now up to 70%. Uh, and the americans up to 52 percent so obviously the europeans got something to defend there and they're pretty pretty stoked about their vaccination rates
0: yeah indeed so delta is proving a problem all around the world and you know i think the question that we've got to, to really face up to in melbourne is that delta may be something that you just cannot make inroads into you cannot stop the sp- with the ring of steel wrapped around us tightly. And uh, now, to be over a month into this hard stage four lockdown, with a, without the ring of steel, but, I mean, there's still restrictions on, on movement, five kilometre rule, uh, that, um, that the numbers are going up. So it's kind of the opposite thing happening, and it's very discouraging for people who are trying to sort of justify for themselves, to their children, to their business associates, Uh, that that the lockdown's
1: worth it. Indeed so just uh, recapping some of those numbers 70% of Europe is now double vaccinated, uh, 61% in the UK, 64% I think in in Great Britain at the moment, 52% in the USA and um, notably 54% of us down here on the Greater Mornington Peninsula now double vaccinated Piers.
0: Isn't that great? And that's um, that's that's really good news for the peninsula. It makes it sort of safer for everyone. And we're doing all right. We're doing the right thing down here. And, and I guess it's it's possibly a reflection of the demographics. There's quite a few elderly people or older group living on the peninsula, perhaps retired. Uh, and uh, we do know from from statistics all around the country that it is the older, uh, you know, 60 plus uh, age group that has embraced vaccinations the fastest and and uh, with with most open arms, if you like, and that's because of the perceived risk, you know, and, and states, and interestingly, the states that have had the lowest vaccination levels in Australia are still Queensland WA. New Zealand's also got fairly low vaccination. Um, I mean, that's increasing because they've got an outbreak, but where you had little in the way of a perceived threat and low, case, low or zero uh, community uh, cases, uh, then people have thought, especially with the and uh, unfortunate media treatment of some of these very unusual and rare side effects, uh, like blood clots, that sort of thing from vaccination. Those states have, have said, "Well, like, well what, what do we? Why do we need to rush about getting vaccinated? Not only when you actually have an outbreak that suddenly you need to." think more seriously about that. And that's definitely reflected in Australia, Queensland, Western Australia, the lowest index numbers for the
1: country. Indeed. Piers Cunningham, thank you so much indeed. Fascinating insights once again from our COVID-19 reporter. Piers, we'll do it all again next week. Hopefully we'll have some better news, but um, by then, who knows? They might have worked out a Delta strategy by then, but I tell you what, it's going to cause a few late nights in at Spring Street, I would suggest.
0: Yep, let's hope they... uh, get their heads around perhaps the idea that, you know, they need to need to allow the economy to function, people's lives, kids to go to school, these sort of really vital things that are important. And uh, as someone said, who is in America, they just couldn't believe when they, you know, they heard the state of, of uh, hard lockdown and over two deaths. You work out the figures, they could be building a hospital every few days with the money that's been blown on these lockdowns. I think it's just over a 1,000 lives very sadly and tragically lost in Australia. But the amount of money that saving lives have cost is just astronomical. Like, I mean, it really is. And probably we would have had a higher uh, incidence of, of death from seasonal influenza than we've had
1: from COVID. Confronting thoughts, confronting figures, and a very confronting coronavirus. Piers Cunningham, once again, thank you very much indeed. We'll see you next week. Listening to Beyond Infinity, 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 Science and Technology
0: Podcasts. You'll find show notes and other resources, plus our complete searchable backlist of over 600 podcasts, at our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au.